Hello and welcome to the Marketing Metaverse podcast. Um, today we're going to talk about the marketing lesson to learn from cryptocurrencies. Um, I want to emphasize this podcast is not financial advice, uh, nor should it be treated as financial advice. This is actually just a commentary about marketing in the crypto space. Um, so a little bit about how I started learning about cryptocurrency. Um, I started learning back in 2015 when Bitcoin was a dream basically from independent thinkers that had hopes of creating a world of, you know, banking free finance, right? Completely independent value transactions was kind of the dream. Over the course of history, the people that have gotten into Bitcoin and Dogecoin, Ethereum, all the entire world of digital crypto finance has changed a little bit. Since then, Coinbase, many other crypto trading and buying and selling platforms have uh, arisen to bring the value proposition of cryptocurrency to the masses. Um, And over the years, the biggest problem that every digital currency has realized with becoming mainstream is bringing itself to market and showing its value in real ways that average consumers can pick up on. Uh, In the current status quo, Bitcoin and Ethereum are the two hottest and most popular cryptos. With a few exceptions, every other coin tends to follow their lead in terms of market evaluation. Um, So there are a few that do tend to separate themselves from the crowd, though. A few that I've noticed is BarnBridge, Compound, um, AMP Token. These are just a few of the coins that have become of interest to me during um, my growing interest in cryptocurrency, uh, mostly due to the way that they market themselves. Um, So I want to be clear, in the world of crypto finance, uh, it's complex, it's convoluted, and it's just not very friendly to new users. I've had um, an old friend from high school where I, you know, (laughs) he asked what I thought about Bitcoin once, and I don't think he knew what he was getting into, because I ended up just kind of word vomiting for like 35 minutes about what I think about Bitcoin and its value and uh, how it can become mainstream, right? Um, And unfortunately for him, he had to listen to me. (laughs) Uh, And so we talked for a while about it and it just kind of was a reminder that like, this isn't a mainstream thing, right? There's not, you know, I think everybody's heard of Bitcoin at this point, just like everybody's heard about Tesla, right? But both products are not necessarily things that everybody is willing to hop on board with. There's still a lot of reservation. There's still a lot of um, hesitancy, right? We're still in the very early growth stages of market adoption. Um, And cryptocurrency requires you as a consumer to be patient, to be able to learn about new new things consistently, right? But that is just kind of part of the finance world as well, where... Um, If you're going to get into finance, you need to be patient. You need to be able to stick to a certain financial philosophy. Unless you're going to be a day trader, and let's be honest, everyone can be a day trader. It's, you know, that's just kind of up in the air. Um, But if you want to be serious about taking cryptocurrency into your portfolio and um, considering it a lifelong investment rather than a quick pump and dump or... Um, you know, get in while it's hot and then get out while it's not, or I guess the opposite, get in while it's not and then get out while it's hot, right? 
Um, if that's your strategy, then I guess go for it. But the success strategies that I've noticed uh, when it comes to the flip side, right, where I've been talking so far from the consumer end where, you know, oh, should I invest in Bitcoin? Should I be the person to get AMP or blockchain or whatever, right? Any of these technologies. But I'm going to speak from the opposite side, right? Um if you create a cryptocurrency, you create a token, you've created this product, right? How do you bring it to market? How do you communicate with these clients where even people who are invested in Bitcoin, people who are invested in Ethereum might not necessarily immediately see the value of your currency? So uh, the success strategies that I've noticed have one really succinct strategy in common, and that is easy, quick access to both simple and complex explanations of what the product does. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about what it means to explain a product to a client. Unless your product is something that everybody innately understands the value of, right? Like food, right? I, I have a natural tendency to want to eat food, and if I like certain types of foods, and your food product shows up in my Google search, I might end up eating there just because I don't need to understand any more than I'm hungry and you have food to provide and I can pay for it with money, right? Like it's, it's a very straightforward concept. Um, unless your product is like food where the value is intrinsic, not learned, your job as a marketing professional is to give information that is easily digestible and also easily expandable. If you're introducing a new product that has an emphasis on new technology, the way you introduce that product is by giving information about the problems it solves and then how to make your client's life easier. So Barnbridge, Compound, AMP, they all do this very well. Um, one example is the AMP token. I think that they have done one of the best jobs at trying to market their product. Um, AMP token is explained as a way to guarantee payments, right? Um, and so essentially what they've done is they look at the core problem um, that a consumer might think of as uh, an issue with cryptocurrency, right? That's how do you guarantee a payment? So they create an explanation that serves to both identify the problem of payment guarantee on bigger platforms, and then they show you a way to solve it, right? Um, back when I was a college debater, we would, um, identify this, we, we would call this identifying a problem and then showing your, your side, your argument as a solution, right? So if you're, um, let's say that you're selling vinyls, right? And you're trying to, you know, show people that vinyls are extremely valuable, right? Um, I guess vinyls aren't necessarily that great of an example because vinyls are kind of the intrinsic hot art item right now. Um, da, 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 da. Yeah, I'll come back to that. Um, anyway, so the problem that AMP claims to solve is the problem of transactions at their root. Since the beginning of time, the problem of value exchange has been difficult due to complications along the way, right? Um, so let's get rid of the entire cryptocurrency equation, right? Let's just talk about this in terms of value exchange. If you have something that I want, 
I have to provide something that you think is of equal value to the thing that you have, right? You have a book, you have a vinyl, you have a hamburger, right? Whatever it is, if you offer it to me, you're going to want something in return, assuming that you don't want to keep it for yourself, right? So if you if you have a hamburger and I say I want that hamburger, you're going to have to say, well, I want something in exchange for that, right? Currency is kind of a flat evaluation tool, right? Currency in general is just, a, okay, um, this is this universal item that can be exchanged uh, in terms of value for just about anything, right? There's a lot of things in this world that you can... Um, trade and exchange, this currency that I have in my hand right here is going to be one of the easiest ways for you and me to create a value assessment for what you have. I can determine if it's valuable enough for me to give you this dollar, right? I can look at my dollar and also evaluate how much I can, you know, spend that dollar for in other places, right? You know, um, and cryptocurrency is a lot like that. Um, Right, like even if it's even if everything is straight a straightforward transaction, I give you X, you give me Y. Um, this is still the problem that AMP is trying to solve. Right, um, they kind of show you this problem of you go up to a person with a hamburger and say, "Hey, I'll give you you know ten dollars for that hamburger," and that guy says, "Okay, here's the hamburger," and then you eat the hamburger, and then you know. There's a million things that can go wrong here, right? You can say, eh, I didn't like that. That wasn't worth it. Um, I'm not going to give you $10. Or you can say, oh, that was really good. I'm going to go use the bathroom and then I'll pay you $10. And then you use the bathroom and, and dash, right? Like there's a lot of problems that can happen right at this point of the exchange. And what AMP does is they say that this is a problem of collateral. And if you can provide... AMP as collateral during cryptocurrency exchanges, then you can eliminate this problem because AMP can serve as kind of this middle temporary value assessment. And if you exchange AMP, then uh, your payment can be guaranteed as received a lot quicker than, say, you know, a Bitcoin transaction can happen. Um... So if you continue down on the AMP website, you'll be able to find their white paper where they explain in depth all these problems and technologies and solutions surrounding this type of cryptocurrency. Um, to be clear, I'm not an AMP fanboy. I just think that there are really great options from their website as an example of how to effectively market complex problems into short, easy solutions that are digestible for mainstream competitors, or for mainstream consumers, excuse me. Um, no matter if your marketing is for shoes or business-to-business -business software, um, the easier your product information is to digest, the better your sales will be. And this converts into every part of your marketing campaign, right? From your website to your social posts to um, your customer service experience to your contact me button, right? Like everything along every step of the way is crucial 
to be simple and easily digestible, right? This is why everything in web design is consistently moving towards simplicity, consistently moving towards um, how can I get my information out there with the most amount of white space so that people don't feel like they have to hunt through information to figure out what I'm selling, right? Okay, that is it for me today. Thank you for If you like what I'm doing here, I actually have a lot more articles on what uh, to do in marketing, how to think about marketing, how to strategize, how to um, just market your business in a way that is digestible, that makes sense. Um, visit my blog post at Metaverse Marketer, or excuse me, MetaverseMarketing.blog. Um, yeah, give it a give it a like give it a give it a look there's a lot of good information on there um and that's usually where these podcast episodes come from is i write there first and then uh you know two to three months later i end up doing an audio version of the podcast so um yeah there might be some information that i didn't go over in this podcast that i did go over in the blog so check it out metaverse marketer Mar- oh my god i can't do it today guys metaverse marketing.blog All right, peace out.